I, I learn audibly. Okay. That's, that's, that's how I learn. My wife would take some of those books and read them, put them on tape. Good. And when she put them on tape, I would listen to them. Good. I would, I would, uh, listen to them. I would write down the important things. And when it came time for, for the test and all, it was almost like I can see the answers. I can see them. You know, I just go over and over and over and over until it's part of me and I can just see the answers. That's really encouraging. And then you even said that some of the men that came forward, one man in particular left being a pastor. Yes, he did. And he decided to go back. He he decided to go back. He he was hurt. He was hurt just like I was hurt. He got inspired. Uh, and 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 people also hurt him. Uh, and I, I don't know if he did his due diligence to to apprehend his 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 pastorate or not. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But however it was, it affected him that he had to quit. Uh, not by force. He said he quit on, on his own. Yeah. Uh, and he decided after hearing my testimony, hearing what the Lord had, uh, done, uh, for me. And again, he was probably just like me because a lot of people did talk to me publicly, but he didn't want to talk to me publicly. He wanted me to come to his room and talk to me privately. Yeah. Uh, behind that. And there are a lot of people that don't want to be exposed um, uh, like I didn't want to be exposed uh, either. Hi, thanks for joining us for this episode of Dyslexia Solutions. I have a very special guest today. His name is Pastor Elmer Jackson. I've known him for about a year, and he has a very interesting story about growing up with dyslexia and how God has given him strength and boldness to talk about dyslexia and how God's using him today. And I'm going to have you share, um, have him share his story with you. So Pastor Elmer Jackson, come to the stage. There we are. There you are. Hi. Hi. So, so, um, Elmer, I'm just so blessed that you're on the show today, and I'm I'm honored, and I would love you to share um, your story with our audience about the struggles you had first of all when you were in elementary school. Elementary school, <laughs> again, I need to say it was a tough situation. Um, but number one. Uh, I needed glasses as a kid. My parents didn't know. They didn't believe. Mm. And I couldn't see, number one. That was one. <laughs> I, I couldn't see the, the board. So I always had to say, teacher, I, I need to I need to move up. And so they would, they would allow me to uh, move up. But that really wasn't the problem. I just wasn't able to apprehend what was going on or catch on to... Uh, the reading uh, in class, and that was a major problem for me, uh, and an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment, um, more so, and an embarrassment. And I guess this is why number one is uh, I haven't n- n- revealed anything to anybody 
Whether they knew it or not, I don't know. Uh, they say, hey, maybe something's wrong with him. How come he can't do this right? You know, I I don't know. But the, in, in grade school, that was a very uh, much struggle. And it is also a means of uh, uh, helping me straighten people out when they call me dummy. And yeah. anybody that has that, the kids are cruel. Uh, they're 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 very cruel, and so they will label you, and then other kids will a, a chime in with them, and uh, uh, that was a, a hurting part uh, when they would say you're dumb, you know, and and I I thank the Lord for my family because um, my father had a struggle, and he. Uh, insisted that we had to go to school we better get what we needed to do my father and my mother my brothers and my sisters they all worked with me they helped me with my homework they helped me with including my little little younger younger sister you know i couldn't do but they were helping me to do so i ended up uh from uh grade school uh, junior high school, high school, and junior college and college. Okay. You mentioned earlier that a lot of your family was even in your own school. Yes, they were. You want we, to talk about that? Community where our family was our neighbors, you know, uh-huh. and uh, they were, they were there uh, in our school. And, and the, and the ironic thing about it. You have different types of families. I guess it's the genes or whatever. You have families that are musicians and singers, families that are painters, families that are actors. I have a family that have way geniuses. They they're very uh, intelligent, very uh, smart. Number one in their classes, uh, in school, out of school, uh, in college, and we have some that. Um, uh, we call them a uh, professional students. <laughs> uh, they just s- stayed in school uh, learning. That's the way my family, uh, mm. uh, including my my siblings, uh, uh, my sister, my brother, and my older brother, which is also a minister of the gospel, that he left at 17 and was in the military for about 27 years. But he went into the secret service aspect of it. We didn't know what the man did. And today, we don't know what he Uh did. And they used to think he was a James Bond or something. Uh But uh, intelligence ran in my family. Okay, that's very interesting. And you wonder how many of your relatives could have had dyslexia too, right? Well, I do have some on my father's side that have dyslexia. And one uh, is really ironic. Because she can write, but she doesn't write like we write. Her writing is backwards. And you can take her writings and, and put it into the mirror and and, and it will reflect like a rewrite. Yes, you know? and that's but it, it's the way her brain works. It's just like 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 with me, I see things that I don't see. I call numbers that are not there. You know? And so I have to and learn how to slow this down to focus everything in its order instead of being out of order like I see it. 
That's so interesting. Dyslexic people have um, shared with me writing and holding it to the mirror because they could read their own work, but it would be backwards. And that's what Leonardo da Vinci used to do, write his script backwards. Um, Talk to me about those impromptu reading sessions that they would have in school. I break my glasses. (laughs) I can't see. So it was one thing not being able to see, but when you had your glasses, then the dyslexia was the the issue. So what uh would you do? I would just give some kind of excuse, any kind of excuse not to do it. But if they had pre-arranged it, I would memorize. If it was a book, I would memorize it. It was uh, a paragraph. I would memorize the paragraph and I'll get up and read it just as if uh, I'm reading it word to word. But I have memorized it. And isn't it interesting that um, dyslexic kids seem to be able to memorize okay, but not the days of the week and the months of the year. They still have trouble with that. Do you have trouble with that by any chance? Not that I know of. No, okay. I have that trouble. Uh, it, I guess it works in in, in different people, uh, different ways. Uh-huh. But one of the things that I do know, it's like uh, if you come short on one end, God will give you something else to make up for that shortness. Yes, he does. Uh, and and that's and that's what he has done with me. Uh, it made me an achiever, an achiever or an overcomer. Yeah, you said that when the kids would bully you and make you feel, trying to knock your self esteem down, it made you stronger. When and when you said it made you want to fight, did you mean physically or did you physically, mean physically? I mean, I want to know. You call me dummy, I'm gonna knock you out. See, and and that's what the audience needs to know, that some of the acting out that we have in our schools. It hurts. I mean, it really really hurts when people bully you. Yeah, it does hurt. And I would have students who were dyslexic, but they excelled on the football field or baseball field. They excelled in sports. Yes. Yes, And yeah, where the kids loved them and, and saw them as heroes and. And uh, when they get in the classroom, that self-esteem just takes a dive. That was me. Yeah. And I was in all all the sports on the team, uh, varsity team, and and I, I, I was there. Uh-huh. But, uh, a star and a hero. The classic part of it, that's another story. But people, there are a lot of people that are willing to help you in this. See, and I remember, I remember even when my, my, my mom took me to the doctor to find out what's wrong, you know, with, with everybody being really sharp in our family. And then you got somebody like me, there's a problem here, but they didn't find that problem out until, gee, it was in high school. Uh, They knew it, but I'm trying to talk about doing something about it. And that's when I went to uh, went to the doctors, and wow. where the doctors could analyze. They just kind of pushed you along. They just pushed you through the system. Um, not 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 really. I just made it through the system, but they they wouldn't push you. Okay. Uh, through the system. For the matter of fact, I had uh, a grade back. I I was held back. Uh, a grade. I forgot about that until just now. But I was held back. A a grade. Uh, because I didn't 
make the grade. Um, so I had to work it to achieve it. They weren't going to push me through, even doing the sports. Okay. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't push me through. Well, that's good to know. Hey, talk to me about, uh, you mentioned you went to a men's advance. Yes. And um, talk about the fear to speak and then uh, when you got the boldness to speak and then the response to what you had to share. Well, it was that night uh, the Lord spoke to me. I've always uh, had a communication. I always could hear the Lord communicating with me or talking to me, whether it's audible or or inwardly. And uh, he wanted me to tell the people what he has done for me concerning this, this this dyslexia and inability and uh i didn't do it oh no uh i you know i hear okay. some people say that god told me and oh no i didn't want to do that well i was one of those i didn't want to i didn't want to do that and so i guess the lord said okay you don't want to do what i asked you to do then uh and the thing about it like i was saying the anointing was so powerful that night then my session come, I couldn't fight out of a paper bag if I wanted to. But I knew what was wrong. I knew exactly what was wrong. So I had to apologize to them that I was disobedient to the Lord last night because he wanted me to tell you what you have done for me. And so then I started telling them about my dyslexia, inability to to read the struggles that uh, that that I had, and um, uh, uh, what I had to do to overcome uh, certain things. I have I have a certification. I'm looking at your certifications in the back uh, back there. Mm-hmm. I have certifications that go across my wall. And initials that will go across the whole the the, the whole uh, uh, paper uh, from uh, from uh, doctors to, uh, to uh, whatever, including state certification for drug and alcohol uh, counseling. And the thing about that, you will have to read at least one or two books a week. And hmm. uh, and that I'm saying, oh, look at this! But uh, God made a way for me to do it. But in getting back to getting back to the men's advance, when I finished preaching and, and the Lord had released me, and I had an altar call for those that had problems in that area, that altar was filled. See, and when that altar was filled, I said, now I know why God wanted me to do that because of the, all the people that was at that altar that had the same life problems that I had. Well, wow, that's amazing. They all had, so many had dyslexia because it affects one in five people. So when you're, you know, speaking out, you could just imagine one in five people can identify with your struggles. And uh, and I I feel I feel this that if you want to, you can, even with the inabilities that you have, you still can do it. If you want to, but, but it'll take uh, where I'll just use my uh, my wife for an example. She went to school with me, too. I'm saying to her, say, baby, aren't you going to study? Aren't you going to study? And she said, yes, yeah, she'll study that night. And uh, she'll study that night. I'm studying all week long. <laughs> and every moment I get, I'll study it. 
Uh, and also in that class, in the class, uh, again, just listen to the people talking and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, they are tough. But the time of graduation, a lot of those didn't do it or cut the grade. And I was in the top five. Wow. Of, of the graduates. How did I do it? Number one, uh, I, I learned audibly. Okay. That's, that's, that's how I learned. My wife would take some of those books and read them, put them on tape. Good. And when she put them on tape, I would listen to them. Good. I would, I would, uh, listen to them. I would write down the important things. And when it came time for, for the test and all, it was almost like I can see the answers. I can see them. You know, I just go over and over and over and over until it's part of me and I can just see the answers. That's really encouraging. And then you even said that some of the men that came forward, one man in particular left being a pastor. Yes, he did. And he decided to go back. He he decided to go back. He he was hurt. He was hurt just like I was hurt. He got inspired. Uh, and 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 people also hurt him. And I don't know if he did his due diligence to to apprehend his 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 pastorate or not. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But however it was, it affected him that he had to quit. Uh, not by force. He said he quit on, on his own. Yeah. Uh, and he decided after hearing my testimony, hearing what the Lord had uh, done uh, for me. And again, he was probably just like me because a lot of people did talk to me publicly, but he didn't want to talk to me publicly. He wanted me to come to his room and talk to me privately yeah. uh, behind that. And there are a lot of people that don't want to be exposed um, uh, like I didn't want to be exposed uh, either. Yeah. Uh, well, we and, know that knowledge is power, right? So you and we're learning that. so much about dyslexia. So, and we're learning about the genius trait of dyslexia. So when people know that they have a trait of genius, maybe you're not so reluctant to share because you know you have these bright ideas and you know God gives us the brain parts to all work together but some of our brains just work differently and that's all dyslexia is the brain is wired differently uh, that's what i say is <clears throat> wired differently it's just like what i see is not what's there and then i have to put it together to make it what it's supposed to be let me ask you about uh, looking at things 3D. Are you able to look at something and, and if it's dimensional, wrap your head around it like if you were ice carver or wood sculpture? No, 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 no. I'll, t- I'll give you an example of something. Let's use this. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. I'm seeing maybe two, three, four, not one, two, three, four, five, six. This is what I will be seeing. And so I'll have to slow this down to see one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, interesting. I would think like an optometrist would say it's a vision thing. But a lot of times dyslexia is visual processing, but it's the processing 
issue that yes, would it, give that it, challenge. Some kids it, have seen floating letters. The um, what? Some people have seen floating letters. We've had um, overlays that are different colors, like orange or lavender and blue, that you would put over a page so that letters didn't float. Or sometimes um, the overlays over the pages would make the letters step out where you could read easily, more easily. So there were, you know, a lot of little tricks that way that optometrists are also using to help vision issues. I'm going to show you something that helps me. I don't know if you can see this or not. Can you? The hi- well, I saw some highlighting yellow and red. Yeah. yeah. I, that's what I do. Uh, to have a, a plain writing. Yes. That would be difficult for me. Yeah. But to highlight them and uh, I emphasize on, on certain things, that's what helps me. Well, and that's a really good strategy even for not dis- non-dyslexic people. Because I know when I speak at a conference, I'll change my paragraphs to be different colors. And even though I pretty much internalize what I'm going to speak from, if I need to refer to my notes, I'll know by color what okay. color I pretty much dropped mm-hmm. off at. And, you know, I can pick it up real easy. So that's a real good strategy overall. So we call that a dyslexia hack, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to have to wrap this up. Um, but what would you like to close with and share with our audience um, just to encourage them? What would how What is in your spirit to share with them? My, what's in my spirit, you can do whatever you so desire to do. If you have a problem with it, work harder uh, to achieve what you need to achieve. Every one of us have gifts from God. They may be different gifts. Uh, we may not uh, look like, talk a lot, see a lot, but God has gifted us and developed the gifts that God has given to you. And uh, uh, you will be an overcomer. That's really good. Okay, our guest today is Pastor Elmer Jackson. And uh, I want to thank you for joining us today, dear audience. And Pastor, thanks for being here as well. Until we talk to you next week, bye-bye now and God bless you. God bless you too. Dr. Marianne here. Thanks for listening to this YouTube in its entirety. I wonder, do you know that I have training videos uh, to teach Orton Gillingham and also uh, how to teach uh, my step-by-step reading with music? I have a free app. It's called CDSM, CDSM for Syntron Dyslexia Solutions with Music. I personally have recorded spelling exercises that play in the right ear and classical music that plays in the left ear for a very interesting way. We call it enhanced lateralization to help kids read. That can be used for uh, second language learners. It can be used for anybody that wants to improve their reading and spelling. But you can get the spelling list on Teachers Pay Teachers and look for Orton Gillingham, Dr. Marianne Sintron. Also, I have training videos to help you work with your client, your student, and those are for a, a purchase at a, excuse me, at a very affordable price. 
But you can find that information on my website, dyslexia-solutions.com. And we are looking for students to help. We're looking for sponsors to help pay for those students. So if you'd be interested in having us help your child, reach out to me. And if you um, would like to make a donation, any amount would help, go to our website, uh, dyslexia-solutions.com. You can always Google Marianne Cintron, my YouTubes, and my information will pop up. I also have many books. I've authored seven books, three on the impact of music and how to help dyslexic people read. So hope you reach out to me. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this video. Bye-bye. 